Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda is in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. And this is day seven of season 93. Question one asks, uh, effectively, uh, who's, uh, who is the sister of Phineas O'Connell, a Grammy award-winning producer? Uh, and a Grammy award-winning sister as well. Yes. Uh, this is Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. uh, who we both are delighted by generally. <laughs> um, and I, we, we've discussed uh, Phineas and and her uh, uh, careers mm-hmm. uh, with each other at, at various times for various reasons when we see a story about one or both of them right. come out. So, yeah, we just... this. As soon as I saw, as soon as I kind of read in my head, Phineas, because I I don't think I'd ever mm-hmm. seen his name. Yeah. So I was kind of always spelling it in my head as Phineas and Ferb. Ah. Uh, so when I when I read that and saw Sister and went back and looked at it, I'm like, oh, Phineas, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. This is Billie Eilish. Yeah, and, you know, personally having read a little bit about her, um, I I know that her brother spells his name with an f for phineas um and that they yeah that they've both won these awards that they work together on music um that they're kind of you know billy eilish's music tends to be sort of dark and brooding and um a little odd and um the two of them together are just all sweetness and light it seems like like they're very you know uh sweet together and um but yeah this you know this i just plain knew um we're in that sort of demographic wedge where um you know we learn about the occasional bit of pop music that's um popular with the youths by for example when it makes it to snl basically um, and Billie Eilish has been on both as musical host, musical guest and host. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in one instance, both of those things, mm-hmm. was she not? Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, that's one that will stick with me a little bit. Um, it, it helps that her name's a little unusual in general. Um, and so, yeah, this, I just straight up knew this one, that it is Billie Eilish. And that is who it was. Mm-hmm. Question two asks us what GE subsidiary uh, that was also a Westinghouse, uh, I don't know, ally, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, uh, dominated the radio industry selling receivers for decades. And, you know, this is very clearly that uh, a question written because Thorsten was eager to share off the tidbit about it requiring hundreds of patents to kind of agglomerate together in order to manufacture radio receivers and transmitters. Um, because I found that fascinating. I hadn't heard of that before. Um, and I didn't know this one, um, out of the gate. I just kind of thought to myself, well, you know, what are different brands that I can think of that would have made like stereo equipment or radios or, you know, things that would have radio receivers in them. And, um, and would also um, trace their, you know, seem to trace their lineage fairly far back in the business of radio and um, and 
you know, kind of audio electronics and things like that. Um, and so a few different, you know, I'm, I was just trying to kind of page through different possibilities. Like, is it Panasonic? Is it Magnavox? Is it, you know, um, I, I went through a couple like that and then RCA came to mind and I thought, well, you know, that sounds like it could stand for something that fits in with this, like radio company or corporation of America. Um, I knew this is a fairly old brand. Um, you know, I believe it's RCA Victrola that had the, um, you know, the, the logo with the little dog and the gramophone, um, that is, is kind of iconic in, in that sense. Um, but it took some talking myself into the idea and, you know, possibly I've read something about this in the past and that's why my brain kind of stuck with it. Um, but I don't remember what that was. If so, um, I really just kind of pieced this together thinking, um, that sounds like a company name that would hail from the right time that would be, you know, that, that, would probably be involved in making radios much as it was um, a music label. It was an electronics label. You, know, you could buy RCA televisions. I think we probably had one growing up. Um, and so that, that that would naturally have all these outgrowths into other areas. Um, and, you know, the more I thought about it, essentially, the more it seemed like a nice plausible guess so I put down RCA thinking, eh, I, this is, this might well be wrong, but at least it sounds reasonable. I just, I, I did not expand it as well as you did. I, I just <laughs> kept thinking, okay, so this is, you know, what, what would I call a company that mostly made radios? Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, I tried to think of like, okay, so there's, it's not something I've never heard of. Um, right. You know, it's not even even though it dominated the industry for decades, it's not something that just kind of stopped existing in the 1970s or at least, right. you know, didn't. And, and I so I tried to think of like other communication type words um, and, and I, I got kind of hooked up on it would be something co like there was telco oh. said it or like telstrat or. Something else, co like I, I kept thinking it's like like something with an O co like Ronco because I know that one like Bronco <laughs> like something like that like mm. that for some reason that just really, really caught my my brain and I kept trying to think of something like that and Telco just kind of kept coming back to me and I just couldn't couldn't think of what else it, it must be and finally just sort of. Yeah, okay, Telco, sure, we'll go with that. It was RCA. It was, good job. I'm amazed. I had no idea that RCA was a subsidiary. You know, and I know that GE was gigantic yeah. and had a lot of such things, but mm -hmm. I just, I, I would have said that RCA was RCA in and of itself. And and, and that would make sense because of the mm -hmm. diversity of what they manufactured yeah. and so on over the yeah. years. I, I also kind of figured that this would be a thing, like a company that was just known for making radios. Yeah. And I definitely don't think of RCA as a company mm -hmm. that just, or even, you know, significantly makes radios, even mm -hmm. though obviously mm -hmm. it stands for, you know, Radio Corporation of America or whatever. Although on the flip side of that, you can kind of see with the description of 
cross-licensing hundreds of patents. That's like the the seeds of diversifying into mm. a whole bunch of different Fair. branches of the industry. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that's me, um, you know, doing sort of a back formation of, <laughs> Reasonable. of how I kind of pick this one out of the air. Mm-hmm. Question three asks us, uh, what product uh, is associated with Heart, Star, Horseshoe, Clover, Blue Moon, Rainbow, Balloon, and Unicorn, among others? If it had just been like the latter half of that list, which is mostly mm-hmm. newer ones, like sure. the Unicorn and the Balloon in particular, uh, I might not have gotten it. But as was, like within the first three or four, like definitely once it hit Clover, I was like, oh, these are Lucky Charms. Yeah. Shapes associated with General Mills. There you go. Yep. Yeah, is Lucky Charms General Mills? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, is this a trick question? Is it like the Lucky Charms knockoff? Because <laughs> Lucky Charms is actually Kellogg's, and this is like the whatever the hell General Mills calls their version, or even the Malto Meal type mm-hmm. version, or the mm-hmm. generic. No, no, this is definitely Lucky Charms. Yeah. So that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said too. It's, I mean. The, the first five in particular are very much the classic ones that I mm-hmm. have, you know, known of and been eating. I mean, not that I generally eat them for breakfast, um, even though as a grown-ass woman I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I especially did love Lucky Charms as a kid. And so, I, you know, this there was no other option I even considered. I put down Lucky Charms. That was correct. I definitely zeroed that one. I put ones on it for, you know, due to other scores, but yeah, pretty easy. Yeah, unless one of my opponents were from out of the U.S. Oh, actually one of mine was. Yeah. um, But only Canada, so I was like, eh, I probably have them too. Yeah, yeah, it's probably got a U in charms, but other Mm. than that. Question four asks us for the name of a filtering plate inside the mouths of non-toothed whales. Yes. Notes that it's made of keratin, so it's effectively a bunch of hairs that um, kind of filter things out of uh, the water that's coming through the mouth of these types of whales, which are baleen whales. Um, This one is, again, it's... I don't know what the Latin term for whale is, so... There was really only just the, the yakioid root mm-hmm. into this uh, answer for me. Um, I didn't really consider any other possibilities. I put down baleen. Yeah, now that I think about it, I, uh, I wouldn't have been able to come up with it from that either. Mm-hmm. But I know that there are tooth whales and there are baleen whales. <coughs> and so I... Uh, yeah, just said that and tried to think of, am I spelling it right? One L, mm. two E's? Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Might be two L's, but I don't, I don't think we're going to get uh, gigged on that. No. We didn't ask for precise spelling. So, yeah, we'll go with baleen. Mm-hmm. And that was the correct answer. Hmm. Question five asks us for a name shared by two uh, different and rather separated in time comic strip characters that introduced a word into English vernacular. 
One of them was the name of the cockroach in Bloom County. Mm-hmm. And I kind of dimly remembered that there was a cockroach character in Bloom County. I did not remember the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I knew, I, I read a lot of Bloom County back in the day. Oh, sure. Um, so I kind of tried to think, okay, was it, was it Archie and Mehetable? Was it a riff on that? Well, no, <laughs> because then it wouldn't have introduced anything into the vernacular. Um, uh, and besides those were different characters. Yes. Um, and I didn't remember which one was <laughs> the cockroach either. Um, so I thought, okay, well, what would I name a cockroach that might therefore, you know, that, that might've kind of come into the vernacular in the, in the time of comic strips, uh, which is, you know, essentially the 20th century. Uh, I thought vermin. No, that's like, that's old. Like Shakespeare used that word, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, cucaracha, perhaps. Mm. Because, you know, obviously it was a word in Spanish, but might have been introduced. But eh, that didn't really ring correctly either. I tried to think of various other kind of terms for for a cockroach or a, a an insect or a pest or a vermin or something like that. Nothing really sank. So I went back to the other part of the question. I thought the title character in a comic strip called The Timid Soul. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it suddenly hit me that I, f- I felt like, is this milk toast? M-I-L-Q-U-E toast? Because I feel like that was the, the... I feel like the etymology of that is that it was the name of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, hence the Q-U-E, that that was like to separate it from just the words milk toast, which, and a combination of which may well have been you know, used before that, I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. I thought that that sounded reasonable. Was Milk Toast the name of the cockroach in Bloom County? Couldn't tell. Couldn't mm. they, like that. Just that did not fit into the the grooves in my brain. Um, but I, I just, I kept coming. I kept becoming more and more convinced that that was the name of this timid soul that entered the vernacular. As that, as as right. a timid person, so I said, "Yeah, let's go with milk toast with a Q." Yeah, I had much the same thought process because I, you know, I certainly didn't know it from the first part of the question outright, and the second part was really like a very much oh, I should know this, you know, um, question. But I don't because I haven't gone back and thought about the cockroach character in Bloom County for, <laughs> you know, as many years as I uh-huh. it stopped publishing um, low these many years ago. So um, I, you know, sort of went back after trying to think of like, like you said, La Cucaracha, but like that's not really a thing that's in English vernacular either. Uh-huh. We don't call things cucarachas for any particular reason that I know of. Reasonable. Um, and so I went back, you know, much like you to the, the first comic strip and thought, what would be the name of a character with a timid soul? Oh, is that where, you know, milk toast comes from? Because I remember reading about and seeing cartoons that, that derived from that. I, I knew that that was, um, and I, I wouldn't have guessed that they were like, a comic strip like a serially produced one i thought they were more like occasional ones like you know the kind you'd see in the new yorker or something where okay. they're just like you know how the adams family was in the new yorker but it wasn't like 
a comic strip, quote unquote, the way we think of in the funny papers um, these days. Uh, but maybe that still sort of qualifies. Um, but in any event, I thought, I'm pretty sure Milk Toast was, you know, like you said, the name of a character in at least a, you know, a comic or a cartoon, if not um, an actual comic strip. And do I think that that cockroach could have been named Milk Toast too? Sure, that kind of sounds like the kind of reference that Burke Breathed would make in, you know, in, yeah, in Bloom yeah. County or wherever. Yep. Um, and so I thought, okay, I mean, again, it's probably not right, but at least it sounds like a plausible explanation that won't make me sound dumb on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, I also put down milk toast with the Q-U-E spelling. And that was the correct answer. And How spelling. about that? Question six asks us, uh, what Turkish clan drove the Byzantines out of Asia Minor and then established an empire and eventually took Constantinople? It, I just, this one was kind of like, if it's not the Ottoman Empire, then I don't know what it is. Um, I, I knew that, that they came from uh, Turkey, that they, I was pretty sure that they were the ones who took Constantinople because I feel like that's part of the Here I Stand board game that I keep, uh, like, you know, in the way that you've learned a lot of world history things from civilization, I've learned a good part about some European history, at least, from sort of overhearing in chat you and other people playing Here I Stand, <laughs> um, which is a weird way to learn anything. But, um, you know, I just know that one of the players in that game can be the Ottoman Empire and, you know, whether they actually take Constantinople or, or whatever or lay siege to Vienna or different things in there, if I'm even getting that right. I, this is just kind of a mishmash of my vague memories of other people playing a game. So, um, you know, just kind of by gestalt, this really... Um, seemed like it ought to be the Ottoman Empire um, and the end I, I I you know beyond that if it was some other empire then you know coming out of Turkey and doing the things in this question then I it was too obscure for my blood so I put down Ottoman yeah I uh, I just figured if this wasn't the Ottomans it it would have had to it couldn't be anybody else. Mm. Uh, you know, an empire that began in 1299, and I remember uh, reading not long ago that, <clears throat> that the Ottoman Empire, when it fell, was over 600 years old. Mm. Um, and, you know, in one of those, like, time span comparison things that, like, you know, the beginning of the Ottoman Empire was closer to X than... Right. And to the end of the Ottoman Empire, and it was something insane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was something in like the seven or eight hundreds AD. Sure. Um, so yeah, I just figured it had to be the Ottoman Empire or mm -hmm. the Ottomans. Indeed, so I said Ottoman, and that was the correct answer. Mm -hmm. So amazingly, you that means it. I beard it. Don't say amazingly, you're pretty good at this game. But you know. If you had heard me gasp after I submitted, like audibly, I was shocked um, that, you know, 
those particular two answers, milk toast and RCA, I was just like, I, this again, you know, will not make me sound like some kind of ignoramus on the podcast. I, that's, that's really all I expected out of them, um, was, you know, sort of sounds reasonable and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, wouldn't be mistaken for a a joke answer. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, uh, I did find this day kind of hard to defend because the other four questions I found pretty easy. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the general experience or not, uh, you know, with the exception of lucky charms. Like if, if you don't get the lucky charms question, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be in the 90% range of get rates, unless there's a higher proportion of international players than I'm remembering. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a pretty iconic serial i'm thinking if you're you know playing in a trivia league with lots of americans then probably you've had contact with enough american culture to to grab you some lucky charms so not really possible um and you know i had i relied of course on people's category scores a lot um you know the billy eilish question Mm -hmm. my regular run opponent i put a, a two on that and a zero on the private because that person has a good pop music score. Like it's their top category or something. So I was like, right. they're going to know Billie Eilish these days. Sure. Um, so, but, you know, first beer of the season. Yep. Huzzah for that. Oh, got to gotta, uh, appreciate that on an otherwise unremarkable Tuesday. So, and you had five. I had five. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy with the milk toast poll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that might play a little bit difficult. So, because mm-hmm. uh, that's I think I put a three on that for both, uh, because it's just it's not a nothing about a cockroach suggests milk toast. Yeah, and so you kind of have to know that term comes from a comic strip. Mm. I I feel like yeah, you know, if I hadn't had that in the back of my mind, I'm not sure that's what I would have selected for the yeah. the original the timid soul. Um, yeah. comic because there's a and lot if, of other terms that and if neither of us mind. remembered the name of a minor character from bloom county then it was not the gen x gut of the night new no, so i don't think so because yeah. pretty minor like that's not mm-hmm. it's not like where did opus's name come from or right. bill the cat or something yeah um so yeah we'll we'll see how this plays out mm-hmm. and i guess that's it for today so tune in tomorrow with us for more post game analysis And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.